Hello and welcome to More Lots, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and welcome to episode 80! We've made it all the way to 80 episodes, which I'm blown away by. Um, and with me to celebrate is Ben Ransom. Hey, how's it going? Going okay, how are you doing? Uh, doing really good. Uh, yeah, feeling real great. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who may not know you, would you mind talking a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, I'm a web dev here in uh, Seattle, so uh, next to you. Um, we've played a few games, but uh-huh. uh, doing a little bit of uh, uh, got back together in the tournament you ran, and yep. uh, doing a little bit of talking about that. Um, I've been playing MCP for, uh, you know, two years now. Uh, you know, so near the beginning, but not quite the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, got the demo at Gen Con, uh, whenever they were first doing it, and uh, that was pretty fantastic. But uh, my play group was pretty settled, and then uh, moved up here to Seattle and uh, got this play group for MCP, and have been playing ever since. Yeah, we're kind of a, Seattle is a hotbed for MCP. Yeah, there's there's a lot of us here for sure. Uh huh. Because, like, so we have, you're at Zulu's, mm-hmm. I'm at Mox Bellevue, I know there's a little tiny scene at Mox Ballard, um, and then there's the Paradox uh, Trading Post and Terracrux down south from us. Yep, uh, yep, uh, quite a bit, and um, one of our players uh, started running events at the Nomad, um, so uh, they their their uh, meeting on Wednesdays uh, seems to be going pretty well. That's good. With that, uh, that is uh, Northwest Seattle. Northwest Seattle. Okay. So actually having to go into Seattle proper. Yeah. Yeah. Having to drive in Seattle, you know, the worst part of Seattle. Yeah, uh, you, you definitely it's a sir it's a community that can get served. Uh, it's a few people can reach there easier for sure. Yeah, That's for sure. Um, so yeah, uh, and you also recently made an appearance on Omnis's podcast. Yeah, I talked about my uh, cabal roster there that I ran during that tournament. Um, Which is you got what fourth, fifth, somewhere in there. Uh, yeah, I think it was, uh, I think it was sixth. I think okay. it was sixth. Uh, but yeah. yeah you uh, made top eight. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. So, uh, f- f- what character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? I have a, a pretty big, uh, fan of Nightcrawler. Uh, Nightcrawler was a, a it, the X Men that um, I, I whenever I was a kid I had a wood burning kit uh, that I I traced a picture of Nightcrawler onto the back of a piece of wood and wood burned it out and uh, hung that on my wall on the back of a no smoking sign whenever I was a kid so <laughs> I've uh, I've loved n- n- uh, Nightcrawler for a long time. <laughs> Nightcrawler is the popular answer I am finding. Yeah, I mean, he's a very beloved X-Men. Uh, you know, one of those that is a little bit um, off-kilter, I guess, from the, the main group. But, uh, you know, Kitty Pride, Nightcrawler, 
uh, th- those are two that would be, you know, spoken kind of together, right? I I don't want them to come in a pack just because I want Lockheed to be a character, and Kitty Pride and Lockheed are the obvious pack if Lockheed is a character. Oh, definitely. I mean, if we want to get our Pat Avengers going, is that uh, is that the plan? I, I just want Dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be cool to have a Dragon, and uh, Lockheed is certainly, uh, you know, he's a uh, sword operative, right? <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm a big fan of Kitty Pride, so that's like, I lean much more on the Kitty Pride end than the Nightcrawler end. Yeah, I mean, I love both of those characters, so um, I, I, I would, I would love to see either of them. But Nightcrawler, I'm, I'm a stand for Nightcrawler. Yeah, <laughs> please don't give Kitty Pride her puffy sleeves. It is, <laughs> it is her worst outfit, and I'm scared that they are going to put her in it. Well, I do like a pirate Kitty Pride, so. Oh, I, modern Kitty Pride can get it. I want that one so badly, yeah. but they haven't done any of the Krakoa stuff yet. We could just get a whole load of pirate X-Men. You know, we could get Bishop and, uh, and you know, Nightcrawler and, and Kitty Pride. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, if you're doing uh, Nightcrawler Thorn and Kitty maybe, yeah. If you're doing Nightcrawler and Kitty Pride together, you might get Excalibur. Sure, yeah, Excalibur would be sweet. Yeah. Anyways... Who did you bring for us to talk about today? Uh, the best boy, uh, Lockjaw. Yes. Um, a character I have continually been critical which mean, of, which means this is one of my favorite episodes. Talking about characters I don't think are great. Oh, I love Lockjaw. I, um, he does have good and bad spots, right? Yeah. But uh, he uh, is... St- just brings uh, some pretty fantastic utility to a team. Yes. So my thing with Lockjaw has always been in the style that I play, he drops off really hard at the end of turn two because I am a go-forward player, and Lockjaw gets left in the dust and suddenly doesn't have power jet. Oh, that's what you're doing wrong. Uh, Lockjaw is a mid-table brawler. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what you're doing wrong. <laughs> yeah, and I prefer Beast over Lockjaw as a mid-table brawler. Uh, however, you know he does have uh utility options that Beast does not have. Yes, and it's how do I phrase this? Uh, for the Inhumans packages, I tend to go for Lockjaw. If I were to play him, would be the only option as a backpoint holder. Uh, oh, that's, that's, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that that's a good option for him. Yeah. R- really, he does not want to be sitting back there. That is, uh, is, and then, unless he's going to have a friend back there, and then still he's pretty <laughs> marginal back there. He really wants to be somewhere mid-table. And then, because I'm genuinely playing the split secures with, uh, Inhumans, um, I tend to do payoffs, and Lockjaw is extra susceptible to control when you're doing payoffs rather than having him have two or three points of connection. I was actually going to recommend split secures for, with Lockjaw. <laughs> I, love, I actually love Lockjaw on split secures. So I find um, he just gets controlled out of being useful on split secures. Sure. He, I mean, he's a three-threat character, so if they're, they're, they put a throw or a push into him... It is, um, you know, 
he, he does not like that for sure. Yeah. But well, he is. Moreover, it's you can spend your control on the priority target, whatever the Black Bolt or the Medusa buddied with the Lockjaw. Yeah. And then also still make Lockjaw a whole lot worse. Yeah, that's that's definitely true, unless you play, um, un unless that priority target is, uh, you know, uh, able to get back to to mm -hmm. the point, um, and then and then you activate Lockjaw, right? Or, um, but that... if Lockjaw has something to say about it, uh, like he can save some power for that situation, then teleport that character back and reverse the control and just be worse that turn at at the cost of your your actual star being incredible that turn. I just I find I get The thing is I would much rather always go up a point value and play Red Skull for the places I would play Lockjaw in Inhumans. Yeah, that's a uh... It's an interesting take because Red Skull is better at range, certainly, yes. than Lockjaw. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, uh, Lockjaw doesn't do range particularly well. But he is a really good character to push to the center of the board. Um, mostly because he hits super hard whenever you do get him input into position. He, five die, one reroll, twice, plus a size three throw. Uh, four die, one reroll. Well, Unless he can use doing... interdimensional bloodhound. Yeah, but that's right. a so, lot of power to go up to five dice. Well, he gets three pow extra power. Yeah. So if he if he has four power, he can just spend three power, go up to five dice, attack them twice, get the power back, do his throw. Mm -hmm. So my my <laughs> go to three in Inhumans is actually Crystal because I think she is nuts. Crystal's a lovely character. You go stand her on an objective and earthquake people. It's great. <laughs> or you just fly and line up a three-person beam and then immediately go into an earthquake because you lined it up correctly and decimate a team. Yeah, so Lockjaw's, um, his turn one play, uh, letting you really control the flow of the game is just out of this world good. Yes. I think turn one, he's amazing, and I think there's a... I think... I am such a turn two, turn three player. I find his turn two, turn three play value a lot less than other characters. It, I'm not really a turn one jank player. So you can't. Um, so you have to view it that he is really sacrificing something by doing his teleport on turn one. There, there is certainly a dichotomy there yeah. um, where he wants to be in the center of the table. So where you really want to get use out of them is that if you're doing like a broad-based attrition strategy and you do the teleport and then he teleports himself up mm -hmm. and he doesn't contribute to the objectives, but he does get himself into good boy range for turn two yeah. um, by placing himself up forward three. So that is an option to uh, with him where you really, really need to get him to the center of the table. So you yeah. can get your priority character up to the center of the table and him to the center of the table if you just spend the four power to teleport that character and teleport Lockjaw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's also always this feeling that I want to teleport two other people forward who can then affect the middle of the board turn one. 
which sometimes that is the right call, but it has to be a very contentious, necessary turn one play because you are basically sacrificing Lockjaw as a character for about two for about for a full turn cycle if you do that. Yeah. Um it's Wait, it's yeah. a play that 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 you that you make sometimes with Lockjaw, but uh-huh. uh, th- th- he's a character with like a lot of trade offs. Like um, oh, yeah. getting two characters to the center of the table is great, though. Uh-huh. So it's it's. I don't think Lockjaw is bad. I think he is antithetical to the way I play. Would be like me as a person. Sure, I I uh, I, I do think you have to kind of uh, you know wrap your play around how Lockjaw will succeed. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he's he's not... He's not flexible, right? He's not... Yeah. Uh, but he, he is... He does have very strong options for a three-threat. Like, he's, mm-hmm. his his powers are insane. Both interdimensional what drop hound, uh, bloodhound, teleport, and drop it uh, are, are all extremely strong. Who's a good mm-hmm. boy is a ridiculous superpower. I mean, he has inhuman power, which is also a ridiculous superpower. Uh, He just has a good stat line. Six stamina on the front, five on the back, three, three, threes across the board. Yeah. Um, Like, he he is just a a very, like, everything on this this card is just relevant and useful and good, great. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Uh, we are taking him out of affiliation, and he is only one affiliation, which is, uh, the Inhumans. So, what are some places you would look to put him? Okay, um, so I have a place that I bring him all the time, and that's Midnight Suns. Um, mostly because it helps him get good boy very often, mm-hmm. uh, uh, because people are jittering around and can use that to um, be in position to pet him. Yeah. Right. Uh, so uh, I, he gets he he benefits a ton from that mobility. Uh, so if you want to see Lockjaw as a star, I think uh, Midnight Suns is is where you you, you do that. Uh, however, there's other places uh, that I I do like him as well. I like him in um, a more fighting Spider-Man team. Uh-huh. Um, mostly, uh, so, um, advanced R&D is restricted now, but yes. I, I would, you, you know, um, in a in a fighting Spider-Man team, you, you really do want to get that turn one power onto uh-huh. your Miles and your, um, and your Venom and your ASM to, so that you can start fighting on turn one. Um, so advanced R and D is, uh, he's a character that fuels it for, for spiders, uh-huh. um, extremely well. Um, and he doesn't have to do any teleports th- in that team. So he can also get to the center of the table very, very well. And you have a good backline character in Gwen. Uh-huh. Um, so, so you're not worried about taking a slot that far like the backline character. Um, so, uh, spiders, I think he's very good in uh-huh. uh, also, um, he's very good with, uh, with, uh, the rapid fire characters for for Bloodhound. So if you're if you're running like Moon Knight as a back point a back point sitter, or um, uh, Winter Soldier, yeah, uh, he he's very good at supporting them. For sure. Um, things I also want to touch on because I think there are a couple other good options. Um, 
we have to talk about the new boys in town, Shadowland Daredevil. Um, yeah, he's he's a he's a you know he's a good boy for crime. Um, I guess he's a bad boy at that point, but um, yeah, he's good in both Kingpin and Shadowland Daredevil uh-huh. uh, Criminal Syndicate as. Um, they have a lot of rapid fire in the Shadowland Daredevils. Oh yeah, uh, Criminal Syndicate. And... Well, and you also can stack it with a Craven, so you can go up plus two. Yeah, I think I think that's quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, I found uh, I, I've used him when Wakanda as well. Uh-huh. Um, uh, again, uh, Interdimensional Bloodhound plus I use Winter Soldier and Wakanda now. Yeah. And uh, also, um, the Wakanda Forever slash uh, Siege of Darkness turn is great with Interdimensional Bloodhound. You can just assassinate a character. And oh, you yeah. can make sure that uh, your other characters in are in range for the auto-activation attacks by using Teleport. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. That's not the thing I was thinking at with Shadowlands Dead Devil, though. What do uh, you got? I think Lockjaw just like grunts. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're there to pet him. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, you can say the same thing about Shield agents too, and I think he's solid in Shield. Yeah, I think that's true as well. I mean, just having the extra character that is not particularly p- position but required to be in any position, um, uh-huh. go and pet him seems pretty good. Yeah. And also, I don't think he minds aggressive when you're ahead. No, he he really likes aggressive, uh, definitely, and and he lets you get ahead more often due to teleport. Yeah. Um. So shield is actually a really good place. Yeah. And Nick Fury can make like six attacks during his activation. Um. If he has enough for two spenders. Yeah. And then, yeah. So um, Bloodhound there seems pretty ridiculous. Yeah. So, and yeah, Shield, I'm, 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 Shield I'm also has some rapid fire in affiliation. So. Yeah, I mean, Winter Soldier is in affiliation. Um. So and also, uh, Widow, right? My yeah. goal, uh, Black Widow, Agent of Shield. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think Shield. Uh, that feels like I haven't gone down this particular thought path. So. That's that's one that I would uh I'd be interested in in, in looking at. And then also, um there is a lot of interesting stuff you can do with uh I need to read rulings quickly. Or I need to read a card quickly. Because um, we are taking I, I think it's out uh not uh, I think it's pretty obvious that we will be taking last minute save. This, okay, is yeah, the last, I, this is the Lockjaw episode. Let's take his card. Okay. Um, uh, uh, we're going to have to do some work to make that guard work. He's not... This is... It is not an optimal card based off of his design. I don't like the card in general. However, we can we, we can do it. I think we can do it. Let's, let's, let's give it a go. <laughs> from what I am reading... <laughs> from what I am reading... This does not say non-grunt... Wait, what? Why are are we saving grunts? Is that what we're doing? Uh, it, you can <laughs> absolutely use it uh, early in the game to kidnap a grunt to the back line, so they can just sit with an objective that they've obtained. Uh, oh man. Um. Okay. Uh. 
It's yeah, probably I not mean, optimal, but it's hysterical. No, I mean it's it is kind of it does kind of counter the attrition problem of like you really want to get um into a midline and um he so that's why he doesn't like last minute save. But if you're gonna if your plan is to use it early, um that that might work out. Um, <laughs> th- three power to save an objective. I mean, you probably already save an objective because you get to say in shield at the very least. Yeah. So. Um, it, but it does sound very good in uh, the Criminal Syndicate. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, version of that uh, where the the ninjas kind of just get gibbed and um, th- th- okay, hey, uh, oof. Um, <laughs> Sadly, we can't use it for herb shenanigans anymore. No, I mean, um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say sadly, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't use it in herb shenanigans anymore. But it's like one of the ways to wait, get around uh, the uh, turn one hook. Another allied character within three of an allied would be. Let me spin three to play this card. The allied character removes one damage, is not KO'd, and is placed within one of Lockjaw. Um, so, yeah, you're not targeting the character. Are you. Tar- you are targeting the character, right? You can't target them with. Wait, you can. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's the grunt rule? <laughs> I don't know. The other thing, and this is also <laughs> shield relevant, is you can use this end step when a uh, Hulk or She-Hulk would flip. Because they daze, uh, and then they KO on the flip. Is is that... Okay, they, they KO instead of flipping, so... You would last minute save them. They would go to one. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um. I don't see any reason why that wouldn't work. Yeah. And and we do have She-Hulk in uh in Shield. They're not just removed from the table. I I I like She-Hulk uh in yeah. in Shield. Uh, it's a different style of Shield list, but it's oh, yeah. uh, it's not bad. Uh huh. So it's just like I'm throwing things at the wall right now. Well. Like, I do want to ask the question on the rules form of, does last minute save work on grunts? Uh, okay, yeah. Because that would be hysterical. Yeah, that's... You you threw me a curveball there, for sure. I do not know the answer. I don't Um, think it's been officially ruled on, because I think we might be the first people thinking of it. Yeah, it doesn't seem uh, particularly powerful, but it does seem like it might save you a victory point. So it, uh, if we're focusing on Lockjaw, um, three three power from Lockjaw to, to save a victory point does seem worth it sometimes. I mean, honestly. Uh, and it's also the thing of it forces your opponent to come to you in a yeah. way. And Lockjaw prefers when the opponent comes to him rather than him having to go to his opponent. Yeah, I do like that. Um, other side things that I do want to bring up, um, I think he's kind of funny with Spider-Foes. Um, getting to re-roll one of his dice and then getting to re-roll one of their dice is just very fun. Let's see, Spider-Foes. Uh, they have a lot of characters that want to be in the center of the table. Yeah. But Goblin plays the back fine. Like, yeah. Goblin handles that for you. So, 
Um, but just teleporting up a Venom or a Carnage seems like ugh. Yeah, it's teleporting teleporting those characters to the center of the board is seems fun. Uh huh. And then, um, well, I don't think this is the direction to go because it's kind of obvious. But everyone loves Steve Avengers. Uh yeah, I mean, play play Steve Avengers. It's good if you like if you like if you want to play good things, play Steve Avengers. Yeah, uh-huh. for sure. <laughs> and then also, I think he is an interesting choice in uh, A Force uh, as an alternate uh, She-Hulk delivery method. Um, kind of playing around that. Yes, but also he is. A-Force doesn't necessarily want its out-of-affiliation pieces to demand the power that you gain from the leadership. Yeah, you can take another character that's in affiliation and and rise, you know, make them the, the, the recipient. Yeah. And and then he can also... Uh, Captain Marvel or something. Yeah. yeah. He can also just set up super backline dives early. Because you just teleport forward Crystal She-Hulk, and then Crystal long move flying, drop off She-Hulk, turn one. That is super deep in their back line. Don't know if that's good, but it's I fun. Would, I, would, I would hazard saying it's not good, but <laughs> it, is, it does seem uh, like there's nothing they can do and you just punch them in the face, so that's kind of funny. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. I also think I would not be spiced if he's good in Mystique uh, Brotherhood. Uh, Grunt characters cannot be chosen by the effect of allied team tactics cards. So. Okay. No, we can't. We're, we're not. We're not last minute. In sa- not last minute saving. Uh, shield. Ni- I mean, uh, the ninjas. Ah. Uh. <laughs> that's that's sad. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that that makes sense. I um, the the, the grunt rules are still uh, they're they're a little fuzzy at times. Yeah, um, for me, so mm-hmm. that that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I think he could be solid in Mystique Brotherhood. Um, what are we doing in Mystique Brotherhood? Um, I I just think uh. Th- their ability to set down hats and then walk away from them is only boosted by Lockjaw being able to teleport them. Like, Lockjaw sets down a hat, teleports three away, and then teleports someone else three away from their point, and that's a really lot yeah. of coverage in the middle of the game. Uh, Lockjaw is uh, pretty medium at redeploying. Um, he's he's good at making the rest of your forced redeploy, so he's good at a mid-game redeploy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he's he's kind of bad at an early-game redeploy because it leaves himself behind. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's good at a mid-game redeploy, so I, I could definitely see that in Mystique Brotherhood, and uh, obviously the the Magneto Brotherhood likes him. Um, uh-huh. And also just uh, redeploying Juggernaut. <laughs> It's unnecessary. <laughs> it's just so far. Why he goes so far? Oh. <laughs> it's it sounds fun, 
but it sounds uh, like, uh, you know, he's already can cross from any point to any other point because he's the juggernaut. And like, it sounds uh, excessive. And sometimes that's just what I want to be. <laughs> you know, it's not my style, but uh, you got to do you. Um, so, But also, I just think uh, the additional dice, you have an inaffiliation leader that has rapid fire. And I think this is true, same for Sin. So they don't mind the additional dice. Um, no, not at all. I mean, uh, yeah, you could do some funny things with Quicksilver, possibly. Uh-huh. And I also think it helps Gambit, who I think is underrated. Yeah, I I mean, I like a nice Brotherhood Gambit that sounds uh that sounds fun. Uh-huh. Cuz it's like you can potting shot away towards your lockjaw. Um and then when when it comes locked to our terms, he can just put uh Gambit back on the point. I do think um, if, if we're, if we're, if we're building around his teleport, um, we want to move as high value a character as we can, <laughs> uh, mostly because y- you are sacrificing a lot, um, yeah. to do his teleport. Um, so, uh, kind of around one teleport. Yeah. I mean, y- you want someone like a Magneto or a Modoc or, uh, something, some ridiculously, uh, you know, uh, high output blaster. Yeah. So we uh, Doctor about... Strange is one that I've I've used plenty of times with Lockjaw uh-huh. in uh, Midnight Suns. Yeah. Um. So we've talked about a lot of options. Are there any that jump out to you as the one you want to go down? Okay. Um. I. For me, it's Shield because I haven't traveled down that path cool. before. I, I've done a lot of. I've done Lockjaw in. Uh, the the Brotherhood thing and the uh, the Midnight Suns and I I know he's good there. Um, okay. I, I, I maybe maybe we can uh come up with some some shield shenanigans though. I I do like broad attrition with him in general. Um, and shield is somewhere like that. Um, <laughs> they yeah. they they have a playstyle that that's pretty uh uh amorphous, but it you can do some some. Um, broad attrition with them, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, first off, we get Nick Fury, and who is your next S.H.I.E.L.D. member? I think Winter Soldier. Okay. Yeah, Winter Soldier is just very good at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Winter Soldier is... Uh, th- that rapid fire on a range 5 is uh, is kind of not okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's very, very strong. Uh-huh. So, um, do we also want to bring in the other rapid fire character? Yeah, let's let's bring in Widow for sure. Um, I I, th- I think that she can have a place here, especially since we're gonna do some kind of turn one shenanigans with the with the with the roster. And it also gives you another avenue for VP. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for so sure. So it keeps you in that lead where you can really leverage that aggressive. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. So, um, Lockjaw is at least going to be one of our midline characters. Yep. Uh, she she can be uh, a, another one as long as she plays a little bit to the flank. Yeah. Um, she can be surprisingly mobile. 
Yeah, her her reactive move away is pretty good uh-huh. for that. Um, and obviously, there's a there's a lot of payoff to just uh, laying into them with uh, rapid fire. Yep. Uh, and interrogating. And getting your vict- magical magical victory point. Yeah. So it lets you like actually do the 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 um the you know. Uh, killing with her, and mm-hmm. then Lockjaw can move her back into position if she gets uh, um, displaced. For displaced, yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of cool. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, I, I'd be down with with going going with her. Yep. Uh, any of the other Shield members jump out to you as things you want to throw in there? Uh, yeah. Let's uh let let's let's throw in that She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, She-Hulk is uh an excellent character to oh, yeah. move around with all the with all with the Shield Mobile. Uh-huh. Um I, I am also just very excited for her TV show cuz it's Tatiana Maslany. Ooh. All right. <laughs> uh so she was the lead actress in a very 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 good show called Orphan Black where she played like six wolves. Yeah, okay. Okay. And she's playing She-Hulk, so I trust her acting ability. That sounds fantastic. I um, I don't know about their writing, because the last couple shows have been a mess. But I have opinions about TV. I haven't, uh, I haven't gotten to the, um, Miss Marvel yet, um... So I... I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know about, uh, I don't know about that one quite yet. I'm, I'm pl- intending, <laughs> intending on binging that one. So uh, my <laughs> view of Miss Marvel is that it's perfectly fine, but misunderstands the genre it's going for. Okay. Uh, I, I, like I said, I, I have, yeah. I've avoided this one in so far, uh, because I usually binge it with the, with, with my roommates whenever, Very whenever fair. they're, they're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so do we want any other shield members? So, uh normally when I'm building shield I, I put in Iron Man um as a a central holder, but um that might be a good idea still because Black Widow um it might not be able to be our other center line character all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I'm and... good to have Black, I, Iron Man in there. Yeah, I think um, Iron Man, and we could we could do a Helios laser. Um, yeah. To <laughs> to kind of uh, pair pair with Lockjaw a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, what are out of affiliation picks that you go to for uh, Shield? Okay, since we are playing. Um, this widow, I think we would want a two. Yeah. Uh, so, um, our our shield playstyle is. Uh, do you mind? Uh, can we can we look at? I, I know we're breaking order your typical order, but can we look at tactics cards here? Sure. Yeah. So, uh, what are we doing for tactics cards? So we're gonna grab a bunch of shield cards, right? Yeah. We're gonna uh we're gonna grab last minute save and a bunch of shield cards. Uh huh. And then uh, we talked about Helios. Yeah. 
Gonna save Helios Laser. Bombardment. And uh okay, let's so we we have to support She Hulk with our uh shield med pack. Uh, yes. what's Battlefield Medicine. Battlefield Medicine, yeah. Okay. That's the one. And also with our um shield mobile. Yeah. Um th- those are those are pretty clear inclusions. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think uh we're gonna induct Lockjaw into the initiative. So no. uh, I don't I don't think we can we can do that. I don't think we need to do that. Uh, <laughs> well, so there is a non-shield but still Nick Fury card that I think we also need to consider because it is so good. Yeah, of course you gotta you you have to bring Eye in the Sky. Yeah. Yeah. Buildmobile, Eye in the Sky. So we are very packed on character specific card. Yeah. Uh that that's not a bad thing. Yeah. I don't think. But uh, I think but... It, it's it's we're not going to I think we're going to favor characters that don't have character specific cards rather than do four out of affiliation slots, if that makes sense. Yeah, I I, th- I think that makes sense to me. Um, we probably have room for a couple of uh, restricted cards. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if we uh, absolutely want an R and D for turn one, but it is very good with Lockjaw. It a, is. Uh, so, um, that's probably what I would go with here, uh-huh. uh, and that way we can get um. We can have Winter Soldier get himself up the board some with uh, his Hydra Hydra Tactics tactics, uh, on turn one and kind of get some shots in immediately. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, I would would tend towards um, advanced R&D here. Yeah. And then I would say probably, Blaze, since we have a fair number of size 3 characters already. Uh, Yeah, Brace or patch up uh are the two that I would consider as well um just cuz lockjaw is pretty good at playing for patch up yeah. but we are um yeah but we do have I guess we have She-Hulk and Lockjaw um and so yeah Bra- Brace is great so I mean Brace just goes in the roster it's it's great yeah. and then there's another big boy that I do want to suggest because I think he is good in shield already and I think Lockjaw just makes him better all right, what are, what are we what are we looking at? Black Dwarf. All right, I mean, I like Black Dwarf. I uh, I think he that he would play a fine, you know, kind of uh, controlish brawler uh-huh. role. Um, and he gets literally to the midline with one teleport. So and then you give uh, him aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would generally um so put Venom in that slot. Uh, but, uh, Black Dwarf is really not that far behind. He is quite a good character. So I, um, and it does give you another option for, if you're facing, this is, this is like, if we put Black Dwarf in, we are, we are, we are, uh, going directly for the Hulks of the world with (laughs) She-Hulk and Black Dwarf. And we're just going to go punch him right in the face and throw him across the board and stuff. Uh So, um, this is like a counter Hulkbuster. Like if Hulkbuster is the counter Hulk, this is the counter Hulkbuster. And Hulk (laughs) at the same time. This is, this is our Hulkbuster Buster list. Uh Uh-huh. 
Uh, okay, so Black Dwarf, I'm 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 cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to check a thing quickly for my own sanity. Is this only on his turn? Yes. Okay. Cool. So Joker, so we don't. Shield does not make Joker not insane. Um, no, I, I don't think Shield makes Juggernaut. Juggernaut is is absolutely a fine character that we could include. I mean, he well, just so works. I was but... I was double checking if it had his power gain was a doing his activation trigger, which it thankfully it is. Otherwise, the aggressive from Shield would get him power. <laughs> but thankfully, it is not designed that way. Thank God. Um, so we are looking for a two threat, I think. I think yes. we gotta, we gotta decide on our two threat here. And we already have some extract stealing shenanigans with Nick Fury. We don't need, really need a toad. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, um, we could go for, uh, one of the attrition options. Well, let's uh, go to the one that secretly has rapid fire on his card. No, oh, we got a we got secret. You you're talking about uh, bullseye spender? Is yeah. that what we're talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that would be very good. Certainly, uh, kind of a very good pairing. Um, bullseye. Yeah, I I think bullseye is certainly a good option here. I think Okoye is a good option yeah. here as well. Okoye is also a good option. Uh, I mean, Bullseye is just generally, he he is, you know, he's the best generalist too. So if if we don't have a really good idea, I think I think Bullseye is probably the one. Well, the other option we have uh, is uh, the one who does not have to worry about uh, Lockjaw getting thrown into him, which is Rocket Raccoon. No. Oh, okay. Rocket Raccoon. Okay. I was like, not Bob. You're not, you're not talking about Bob, are you? Please not Bob. <laughs> I enjoy Bob. Bob. He has his place, and that is alongside the Black Order, so he can die for his price of failure. I do really like Rocket, um, just as a character in general. Uh, but yeah, I do think the synergy with Bullseye is a little better, better yeah. because of the because of the Spender. Uh, so I, I I would inclined I would be inclined to say uh, it, that it that it's that it's uh, yeah. Nebula is also actually excellent here. Yeah. Um, getting the extra dice for Nebula is a lot. I I do think uh, that Nebula is is a solid option here, uh, and we do have already have a lot of threes and a and you know double characters grabbing on Nick Fury, so um, we could kind of go with a nice Nebula attrition option here. Yeah. I, I I I do um, I think I'm favoring that. Yeah, let's go Nebula. I I haven't gotten to play her in a bit. Hi, mostly because I need to re-glue her because she ran away from her base. I played a Guardians of the Galaxy roster with Lockjaw and um, Groot and uh, so Groot and Rocket take one flank and Lockjaw and uh, Nebula take the other flank and you got kind of a little attrition pairs uh -huh. that uh, somewhat work together. Yeah. So, uh, we have two more character slots. Who is kind of next up that you want to talk about? Okay, so we have um, a good top of turn kind of, uh, 
piece with that we can daze things with the She Hulk if we if we want to do that plan. Uh-huh. Um and we have a good like control piece with Black Dwarf that we can include um kind of going last and we we're pretty broad. So uh-huh. I don't think we have any particular thing that we're lacking. Yeah. Uh, so they're the they're the character I want to bring up just cuz they're new not because they're I think right for the list. Uh, but I want to make a quick stop at Darkstar. Oh, yeah, Darkstar is, uh, okay. So, yeah, her dice improvement is certainly good with Lockjaw. Yep. Um, I, I, I do think we're kind of stepping on a little bit of an Iron Man, Winter Soldier toes. Uh, yeah. We're, we're, and Black Widow, honestly, uh, is kind of fulfilling that role in our roster. Uh-huh. Um... So I, I, I think I think we have too many uh duplicates uh for uh her role that are, are kind of our in affiliation options that we're planning on bringing on really often. Yeah. Uh, yep. I do I, I think Darkstar is fantastic though. Oh, I yeah. think I she she looks really good. Uh, the I, I I you know, I think you just teleport herself and shoot twice, like basically every turn and that, that that'll be really good as a blaster. Uh-huh. But um we we already kinda have a winter soldier doing that. Yes. Um, so I, I, I don't think, uh, we, we really have room for, but, um, as, as I said, I was not expecting her to get in. I just wanted to bring her up cause she's new. Yeah. I uh, think having yeah. another kind of, um, self-sufficient, uh, beat down piece w- would be nice. That's, that's not six threat. Yes. Um, so let's see. We can do like a four or five, uh, like a okay, a non-character card centric is what is what what we determined here. That maybe so. I think we could probably splash one more character card in, uh, but uh, and that brings me to the character who has been terrifying me for a while, uh, just because he gets played a bunch in our local meta. Uh, Killmonger. Ooh, Killmonger. Killmonger in S.H.I.E.L.D. What is he going to do? Uh, he is going to kill people like he normally does. <laughs> yes. he's going to do. <laughs> he does not do anything different no matter where you place him. He just is kill, kill, kill. I think I, uh, I... Would prefer to have somebody that that synergizes with the aggressive a little more. Um, <laughs> fair. Yeah, I like I like Killmonger. Uh, mm-hmm. How about Captain Marvel? Ooh. If we're if we're if we're liking Darkstar, um, how about Captain Marvel as a more uh, as our as our damage carry? That is certainly a good option. Um, she also has, it's another size four throw into our list. Yeah, I think, I think she does offer a lot of options for handling those, those big guys. Uh, we do have, already have some, but, uh, you know, if we're going to make a, uh, Hulkbuster buster list, we yeah. might as well bust the Hulks. Uh-huh. I am perfectly fine throwing Captain Marvel in there. Yeah, let's go for Captain Marvel. She really likes the dice improvement from Lockjaw, so, um... That would be also a fine initiative target to yeah. help carry around and stuff. 
Well, no, then... we, 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 we're not taking the initiative, probably. No, sadly. <laughs> um, then we All right, we got a Captain Marvel. Slot. All right. Um... They are still a lot of options on the board. So one, two, three. Like I'm trying to see if we play all of our three and four threats, then how much threat are we at? We have nine, thirteen, uh, that are in affiliation, and then we take lockjaw at sixteen. Uh, we could then afford two out of out of affiliation characters at twenty if we get if we get another two in here. Yeah, <laughs> we can go that direction if you want to. Um, yeah, I do think it's pretty good for uh, highlighting Lockjaw to 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 um to to get a broader team, okay, kind of a broad broad based attrition team. Um, since he uh he really likes having characters around to pet him. Uh huh. So do we go so, back to the option we were talking earlier? Yeah, I think it's just Bullseye. Yeah, yeah. We just played Nebula and Bullseye. Mm -hmm. And uh, at that point, we have some very killy twos that we can splash in, and our threes are very killy, and then Nick Fury is very killy. Uh, so we can go kind of broad or tall um, kind of attrition here. With, yeah. With this. And then um, what about our last couple Team Tactics cards? Okie dokie. Um, the thing I have been throwing in list just because spikes are more dangerous now is mission objective. Yeah, I, I guess I would want to. <laughs> yeah, mission objective is is great uh, if we're uh, if we're playing um, one of the more important extracts, like something we really want to hand off. I um, think it's great in general. I think we're for sure we're gonna play hammers with this roster, um, yeah. which is it's good enough on hammers. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's let's go let's go with that. Let's get that hammer in there. What other uh, crises do you think we're playing? So uh, let's see. Let's do. Um, I like uh, Terrigen quite a lot. Oh for... yeah. For lock for lockjaw, um, because he's immune to poison, um, and we can kind of clean up a side. So if we're if we're going broad, we can uh, kind of juke, juke out our opponent opponent and make it so um, one side is kind of uh, kind of deploy some characters centrally and then out deploy them because we have more characters than them. So and we then... can run five wide with three immune to po uh, poison characters. Oh, who do we got that's immune to poison? She-Hulk, Lockjaw. And Captain uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel, okay. And then you just fit in Nick Fury in another three at 20. That is certainly an option. That is a lot, that's a lot of immune to poison. I mean, it's surprisingly uh, large amounts. Which, uh, I, I do think that um, Terra Jenning here would be good. Uh, and... I actually, I, 
if we're gonna Terrigen, um, we bring. I think we bring Nick Fury's other card, uh, Reposition. Ah, uh, cool. Uh, because it is a redeploy. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we can kind of make a sort of a redeploy kind of uh, team here, where we have uh, a mid-game redeploy where we play split flank scenarios. We can play our secures as kind of split uh -huh. flank. And then we can just redeploy with uh, Shield Mobile on, like, She-Hulk or whatever character we need. Then Nick Fury teleports with reposition, then Lockjaw teleports the remainders, and we're suddenly just every character's on the other side of the board. Uh, speaking of split crises, uh, how do we feel about Mutant Madman? Uh, yeah, I think we don't have any characters that are problematic on Madman, and I think it's just, uh... Very good. Uh, we have a ton of power um, kind of in our roster. And we have and a lot of four physical defense in our roster. Plenty of four physical defense. Nick Fury, uh, Agent it, Widow, it, Iron Man, Black Dwarf. It fits fits well. I mean, Mutant Mad Men is like, I, I would call it the um, kind of the generically uh, uh, most generic crisis at this point uh, where like a lot of people really like Mutant Mad Men, but uh -huh. I think that it is still very good for us. Um, yes. It is it still it plays into our game plan um, with, with kind of a split flank style yeah. um, and I our replays. I think the only thing that we really lose to on it is X-Men, but that's also X-Men on Mutant Mad Men. Uh... Yeah, X Men are good on Mutant Mad Men. I I mean, obviously the 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 flip secure style of X Men comes out real hard. Um, but well, I think we do too. So I, I I don't think I don't think it's I think it's completely a game. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's I think the worst matchup in this game is a sixty forty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's 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 very little that can't be overcome with just playing better. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. am also I am I have been at the mercy of Omnis's X Men on Mutant Madman. So there's also that contextualization now. Um, yeah, I've I've uh I've not actually played I've only played them uh on Spider Portals. Which is um, also terrifying. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I have, I have a record of, uh, dicing on this every time we play him though. So, Lucky every time you. Play him. so, uh, I, uh, I guess I, I haven't, I haven't been worried about it yet, but, uh, he, he is a, you know, extremely confident player. So, uh, -huh. uh it's gonna It's going to come back to bite me at some point, but in, until then I'll just roll five out of five successes and it, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you mean seven out of five successes. Do you have to crash yeah, or quit? Yeah, yeah, seven out of five. That's um, just you know, it's to be expected. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the other split, split flank that's not as um, pleasant to play is um, uh, okay. So we have Infinity Formula, which is pretty 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 pleasant to play. People uh -huh. just like Infinity Formula, and then we have um, Mayor Fisk. Yeah. So I I actually think Mayor Fisk is not bad here. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Lockjaw would still generate an extra power with Good Boy, um, uh -huh. and people are less inclined to uh, to to kind of do the displacement play whenever he is stunned. It's actually sneaky, not bad for him. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, and we do have uh Battlefield Medicine, uh -huh. which helps 
clear stun. Um, though She-Hulk really hates it. Uh, really hates stun. But do you know um, who really likes? Who doesn't mind being stunned? Who's that? Agent Widow. Oh yeah, because she gets the one power from each attack, so it's yeah. not not too big a deal. She's all flat ticks. Yeah. Um. So we 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 would just be going um not tall on that particular scenario. Yeah. We, we would not be going with She Hulk, and I think it would be good otherwise. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, I like that one. Yeah. If we're doing do a split it. flank thing, I think. It's a little, it's a little gribbly, so uh, it's possible. It, it's a little unclean, right? Uh, that it's, it's not just f- flatly good for us, but it's. Not, I don't think it's flatly good for anybody. So, I, I do kind of like playing it. I think Mayor Fisk is a is a fun scenario. I, I think the only team it really advantages is uh, Crimson. Uh, Crims, you said? Yeah, because I think their ability to turn one muscle you on. For both of them, and then just have to fight for one side of the board. So I don't think that's a thing versus us because Lockjaw just uh, allows our just like puts Black Dwarf on a point, and then uh, Black Dwarf just tosses another person off. Oh yeah, so uh, I think so... we have a really good game into the Crimson plan, but I think Crimson are the only team that specifically like aren't hooked by. Uh, Maya Fisk, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, they 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 have kind of a low power plan already. Yes. Um, where where things are are getting muffled already, so uh, one power at a time is not too big a deal for them. Uh huh. So yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's too big a deal that crim- uh-huh. criminal syndicate matchup. I, I I think I think it's fine. We can we can still throw it in. Um. um what about your extracts? Well, I think we want things that like high high scoring extracts we can take advantage of with uh mm-hmm. with a Nick Fury um turn one the the grunts go and grab something so yeah uh we're not uh optimized for that particular play but we do like still spider infected and cubes probably yeah. Because you can deploy the grunts across from uh, the theirs in order to steal theirs or the middle. Yep. Um, so I, I think those are the ones um, that we kind of want to get in here along with hammers. Um, yep. That makes sense. So that just leaves one team tactics card. Okie dokie. What, what do we want? Uh, well, some sort of safety. We already have Eye in the Sky. Yeah. For for um she Hulk. Uh, uh-huh. just so she doesn't get into her troubled situation. Um I was saying we could still do um we could still do a fallback. Yeah. Um just just to have extra insurance just in case Nick Fury does not have the power. Um if if we're playing kind of a She Hulk centric plan. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh that does also let us reposition um, kind of around, uh, lockjaw. Like having another wiggle for for um this lockjaw plan is is good. Anytime you can make uh kind of a wiggle movement, makes it so uh you, you you're more likely to get a get a pet in on lockjaw. So, yeah. um, I I do kind of like fallback here. Yeah. 
That makes sense. I'm I'm with you there. For for a couple of our characters. And um, it allows them to get out of rapid fire range. Yeah, which is uh just very relevant currently. Yes. <laughs> it allows them to get off a shadow uh Shadowland Daredevil objective, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh if 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 that's if that's what you're worried about. So Yep. Um it's very, very good versus the the Shadow and Daredevil. Um, if if we're worried about that. Uh huh. So, uh, that's a full roster. Yeah, I'm kind of liking it. Um, I think we punch pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we do have a lot of characters and have good extract play. Uh, and good attrition. Uh. Yeah, and I think if they run away with extracts, we can we can get Lockjaw in there to teleport things after him and just take them out anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I I think this this I would be very happy to play this roster. Cool. Uh, for those of you at home, the final roster is Lockjaw, Nick Fury Jr., Winter Soldier, Black Widow, Agent of Shield, She-Hulk, Iron Man, Black Dwarf, Nebula, Captain Marvel, Bullseye, Team Tactics cards are Last Minute Save, Helios Laser Bombardment. Battlefield Medicine, The Shield Mobile, Eye in the Sky, Advanced R&D, Brace for Impact, Mission Objective, Reposition, and Fall Back. For Secures, we have Terrigen Cloud, Sweep Over City, Mutant Madman turns City Center into Lethal Amusement Park, and Mayor Fisk vows to find missing witnesses. Then for Extracts, we have Fear Grip World, as well as Terrorized City, Spider Infected Invade Manhattan, and Struggle for the Cube continues. I like our roster. Yeah? Yeah. Um, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Uh, so I am, uh, Quo on the, all the MTP discords, um, Q-U-E-A-U-X. Um, that's the main way to find me, uh, in this context. Fantastic. And if you wanted to reach out to me, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Egypt on the non-MCP discords. Um. If you want to reach out to the show, you can do so at our email address, morlocksmcp at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash alexawhite, where you get bonus episodes. There should be a uh, Stranger Things episode that will be going up within the couple days around this episode that I am very excited about, Um, as well as the quarterly... uh, uh, what music I've been listening to playlist if people are interested in that. And then uh, we have a couple upcoming tournaments around the area. We have the one in the Paradox uh, Paradox Trading Post is hosting one at uh, the Olympia 